Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this Practice Power Podcast. First off, I hope you had a great uh, 4th of July weekend, for those who celebrate that, our listeners here. And uh, I hope you took my advice from our last podcast and did a couple different things. Uh, Number one, uh, you got yourself some downtime, right? You uh, created a halftime for yourself. Uh, So therefore, uh, we're getting rested, ready to roll for the second half of 2016. Additionally, in my last podcast, I spent time really articulating a syntax of how to execute a thorough mid-year review of your entire business and operations. I hope you took some time and went through that. You know, what I've been up to the last several weeks, quite frankly, is uh, traveling around the United States, uh, meeting with uh, several of my platinum partners, and then also uh, executing a two-day training for a national broker dealer. Now, I like getting out of the office, obviously, right? Because I'm, I'm home based. But what's really, what's really great is to get in the field and to sit with advisors who are not my clients. Uh, you know, just kind of men and women who are out there doing their thing, and you know, you listen to how things are being done, uh, to their approaches, right? Uh, how they, how they basically uh, execute their business. Most of them without business plans, by the way, obviously. But what really got me thinking about the whole thing when I when I really looked at, you know, just talking to them and how they do their business and tell me what a typical day looks like and and do you do this and do you do that and like no no right is I really thought about complexity right because let's face it you know our industry our business when you look at it on the outside is it becoming more complex or less complex. The reality is, if you look at it, it's becoming more complex, right? Uh, Compliance, uh, obviously now we're faced with whatever the Department of Labor uh, regulations are going to be. And and look, I mean, I don't think anybody's sitting there saying, well, it's going to make life easier. If anything, it'll it'll make things a little bit more challenging, right? There'll be more paperwork. Uh, more conversations with clients, more disclosures at minimum. And, and so it's really easy as an advisor to start getting caught up with this, this inner dialogue, this psychology of, oh, man, this business is getting really difficult. It becomes complex. And look, those, those are always, there are always going to be outside forces that affect how you run your business, your approach to business, right? Whether it's uh, industry-oriented, like compliance, DOL, whether it's market-oriented, economically-oriented, or economy-oriented, right? There's always going to be something. But let's get back down to really what matters, right? And and so what I want to do in this podcast is is really talk about basics. And, And A, what they really are, right? So strip away all the other junk. Core functions, core deliverables, core approaches. Let's talk a little bit about that, right? And then, and then also, you know, let's talk about how advisors sabotage themselves by getting, you know, caught up in the news and just caught up in, in doing dumb things, if you will, or maybe doing nothing, right? Let, let's talk a little bit about that, okay? So to me, when you really look at uh, execution, and, and what's interesting is when I go out to see clients and I sit in their office for the day and meet with their teams, you know, you really get, you really get a feel for how things are operating, right, and, and approaches, and the one thing I would overall say is that I think there's a tendency to overcomplicate things, um, you know, because I think we feel like we need to have all this stuff going on because of maybe the money we make or the deliverables we think we have uh, and, and so on. And, and I think what we need to get back to 
is truly what the basics are. If you think about athletes, and I always like to go back to that, to that metaphor, if you will, or that distinction, because there's a lot of commonalities. When you look at any, any world-class athlete, I don't care, it doesn't matter what sport, what you will find fundamentally be true is that they master the basics. They just master it. And they practice the basics. Well, in our quote-unquote sport here, how do you practice the basics? What are they? So let's talk a little bit about that. Before we get into the basics, let's talk about limitations. Because here's, here's what I find in going out and talking to advisors around the United States. A lot of them still have this concept, and I don't know where they got it from, quite frankly, that they have a job. I mean, I hear it all the time. Well, you know, my job, my, my manager, my boss, I mean, God help me if I hear the word boss, right? It really freaks me out. And, and you just, you know, and you hear what they're saying, and, and, and I say, look, if your internal dialogue, if your, if your kind of image is that you've got this job, well, that's what you create, right? That's your approach. And, you know, and I hear, and I hear people say to me, like, well, I, they, you know, they'll say to me, well, I'm always in the office by 7.30, okay? And I'm always there at 6.30 at night, okay? And why do you do that, right? And here's the interesting part. A lot of them can't give me a good answer why they do that. The reality is that's what they were taught 20, 30 years ago. Well, you know, getting before the market, right? And, and you got to stay late to finish up the stuff and make some phone calls. And so, you know, after decades of conditioning, right, that's their approach. It's a job. You created your own job. That's well paying in most cases, hopefully, right? But it, it's that job psychology. It's that limitation that you have, right? Or that you have to be there, right? Here's the other limitation. Well, you know, I've got to be in my office. And, and look, if you're, a, if you're a portfolio manager, if you're doing some very exotic option writing and, you know, you're really tactical, right, in your models, all right, I kind of get you need to be around just in case. That is probably 5 to 10% of the industry, if that. Most of us, it's, it's just what the story you've told yourself, right, that you've got to be there. I mean, I've heard it over and over again. Well, you know, how about a client calls and needs something? Well, that's what you have staff for. That's what you have voicemail for, right? Um, but they get caught up in these limitations of what's possible. And their whole psychology is, well, I want to I go, you know, make another 20% or I want to grow my business by 50% or I want to double my business. You know, with those type of advisors and that approach, you know, the first thing that comes to their mind is, how do I work harder? And I say, okay, fine. So tell me what that means. What does hard work mean? And you know what they always say? Time. Oh, I got you know, to put more time in. I've got to get more discipline. I got to do this, I do that. And, and so they, they get into this concept of out-efforting it. You know, it's interesting. I just got the phone with uh, one of my uh, former clients, which will now become a now new client or uh, current client. And, you know, we took about a three-year pause. And, you know, um, when I first hooked up with him, you know, he was 80% transactional. Now he's 80% fee-based. Had, you know, 1,200 clients. Now we're down to like 250 clients. Radical change, right? Totally flipped his world over, over the period of years we worked together. And, you know, we, we took a pause because he was ready. He was kind of where he needed to be. And he reached out to me and he goes, you know, I've come to realize I've maxed this model out. And I said, yes, you have. And so we want to, you know, we want to bolt on another, mm, let's say, 40 to 50 percent of revenue. So we want to go from X. We want to grow by 50 percent. 
and and he, and he you know because he's been around me and he's intelligent and he gets this. I can't work harder. I can't put more time in. I've got to shift my model, right? And that's really what that's about. Now, advisors who feel they're limited, they don't think about shifts. They think about effort. They think about work, right? They think about different things that, and, and yes, look, I would definitely say that most advisors squander three to five hours a day, typically based on my experiences, how we look at data, how I have people track things initially. Um, so I can definitely make that statement. So yes, can you squeeze some more productivity out of current models by just getting better at what you do? Yes. But then at some point, if you want to really elevate, you look, you, you just can't work like an animal for the next 10, 20 years. You have to evolve. So those are some limitations I think a lot of advisors have in their approach to things that time equals money and it doesn't in this industry. That it's about how much time you spend in the office. It doesn't matter, quite frankly. I could show you example upon example about that. And what it really boils down to is adopting the business owner, entrepreneur psychology, not the stockbroker, employee psychology. Because that will you'll create a job, well-paying nevertheless, but you'll always feel trapped. You'll always feel like a prisoner. What we want to do is create something that gives us leverage, that gives us time freedom, that gives us uh, joy, and what I call sustainability. Now, what are the basics? And this is going to sound a bit like a rehash, but you know what? Isn't that what the basics are all about, right? It's about over and over again. So here are some of the core basics of our business. I don't care what type of business you have. If you're a portfolio manager slash advisor, if you're a fee-only, a planner, uh, if you're an RA, it doesn't matter. This is core elements across all the boards, right? Insurance-oriented also would count. So number one, basic number one, right? And I'm going to talk very tactically. I'm not getting into the you know strategic stuff today. Morning ritual. So core number one, morning ritual. Again, how you start the day matters, probably matters most, right? You start off kind of typically, as most people do in this industry, with news and email and, and social media and kind of what's going on in the world, and that's kind of where you rock and roll. Hey, you know what? You're at a disadvantage, okay? What you really want to do is start your day, as I've always said, you know, re reviewing your business plan, your morning power questions, your visualization, uh, reviewing your daily game plan, getting your mind right, some personal development, right, mental diet stuff, brain food, if you will, and, and really kind of getting yourself geared like all athletes do, right, before before a game, before an event, right, They're, they get their mind right. Well, we have to get our mind right, too, right? Look, we operate in a, a for lack of a better word, a negative loop world, right? Uh, CNN, Crisis News Network, and all this other stuff, it, you know, it really can play with your head if you're knee-deep in it. So you need to be very, very careful about that. So morning ritual, right? Well, gee, where have you heard that before? Number two, daily game plan in writing. So not some sticky notes all over the place or it's in my head or I show up and I attack the email box and see what who needs what. And that, you know, that's, that's, that's a job, right? That's like running a help desk, basically. That's not running a business. So again, written daily game plan, right? Night before, afternoon before, morning of, bottom line is you don't do your daily game plan in your office that day, too late. Game on, right? So, so those are the two elements 
of basics really kind of before the business day, right? Then inside your business day, inside a tactical business day, it will look something like this. How many contacts are we going to make today? And then how are we tracking those contacts, right? Con you know, whether they're clients, prospects, centers of influence, we are in the communication education business. Don't forget that. You know, when I say we're in the relationship business, what are the sub-elements of that? Communication, education. So if you're not communicating to your marketplace and your client base, if you're not educating your market and your client base, then that's not then you're not doing basics, right? You're just not. Next thing, growing our business. What are the daily basics there? Every one of you, every one of you can at least two to four times, maybe three to five times a day, if you're doing your contacts, that is, right? Bring up introductions, bring up referrals, bring up that you're open for business. I can't tell you, again, it just it boggles my mind as a coach for nearly a quarter century how many advisors just miss this basic business building concept because they get in their psychology of limitations. Go back to bullet point number one, right? You know, I don't deserve it. Markets are bad. I mean, you know, maybe at some point... I will do a real long podcast on referrals and introductions and really kind of lay out for you what I really truly believe that works and, and what the limitations are. But look, three to five times a day, whether you're sitting in a, in a review with somebody or you're on the phone on a touch-based call, you know, why aren't we bringing up introductions and referrals? Is it you don't think you deserve it? You think you're lucky, right? Do you think the market conditions matter? All this kind of junk, right, that gets in our head, creates a challenge, right? So that's the next one. So that's the next basic. Other basic is basically how many appointments do we need to set? Reviews on the phone, in person, WebEx, go to meeting. You know, how often do we need to be serving our clients? Again, and that comes back down to, right, our call rotations, our review rotations, and having that organized. What else is a basic? Understanding your KPIs. Now, in management consulting, Every, every management consultant knows what a KPI is. Key performance indicator. Tracking, right? You talk to, I talk to KPIs with some advisors. They go, KPI, what's that? I've never heard of that before. It's because you think you have a job, not a business. So one of the things you have to do is say, what are my KPIs in this industry? Now, some of them are tracked, right? New, new clients, assets, obviously your revenue is tracked, right? Firms do that. I don't care, independent, firm, doesn't matter. That's what's basically tracked for you. Number of households, segmentation, that's on you, right? How many touch-based calls do we do? That's on you. How many introduction conversations we have? That's on you. How many names do we source? That's on you. How many reviews have we done this year? That's on you. So there are several KPIs that you're going to have to take responsibility for in tracking them. My perfect world, quite frankly, for every one of you is at the end of the year, you can say this. I did X amount of contacts for my business. I had X amount of referral conversations. I sourced X amount of names, right? I held X amount of reviews. Here's my segmentation. Here are my call rotations, my, my review rotations, right? My slots. I mean, that is basic business in this industry. Simple practice management stuff. Look, and I know there, there are a lot of practice management people, and they do great jobs with workflows and everything else. But you don't need a practice management person to say, here's what, what, what do I have going on in my own business? The challenge, though, for a lot of you, getting back to psychology of limitations, is what? I'm so busy 
playing whack-a-mole, right, that I have no time to do this. And hits, and this is that vicious cycle that you have. I need to get organized because I'm inefficient, but I'm so busy being inefficient, I don't have time to be organized. Oh, on top of that, I'm burnt out, my revenue's flat or declining, and I'm really stressed. You have to break that pattern. And the only way you're going to break that pattern, now, again, you can sit there and say, because I'm sure some of you have tried this, you get up one day and you say, hey, today's the day, right? Let's go make it happen. And that may last for hours, or maybe if you're lucky, a couple days, and then you fall right back into it, because again, it's about habits and patterns. So one of the things that I do, I do it in my own business, by the way, and I do it for my clients on a regular basis when we need to do it, is what I call the blank sheet process, right? Or in my world, also the deconstruction process. And typically what we'll do is, it's like you know, like a, the military plays war games, right? To figure things out. Well, we do our own, own kind of war game here where we say, okay, five years from now, no limitations. Build me the ultimate business, right? And, and I say, no limitations. So take all the junk you have, and I force them to, hey, no, that's old. No, no, no. Put it, you know, we, we build a one or two pager out. And then I say, okay, so this is what you want. Where are we today? And we start looking at, hey, where, where are the gaps? And then sequentially, we start picking out what I call the syntax of fixing them, right? You know, a lot of times we don't attack the biggest ones. We'll attack the smallest ones because it's all about momentum. But if you're not willing to do that, and look, and I've done that, you know, I've been a coach now for 25 years. I probably in those 25 years have probably deconstructed my business oh, at least eight to ten times. Some of them are really blow-ups, right? Uh, after 08, 09, it was really one of those kind of blow-up windows for me. I'm always looking to reinvent because as an industry, whether it's being a financial advisor planner or being a business coach, evolution happens. It's automatic. And either you're going to be accepting of it, moving forward, and ask yourself, okay, where, you know, you know, where's the ball going? Where, as Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky would say, where's the puck going, not where it is today? you got to know where this industry is going five, ten years from now. And if you want to wait till you know, that window and say, well, okay, now you're going to be playing catch-up, and you think if you're stressed now, you're going to really, really be stressed. And quite frankly, your income will continue to decline until you figure out how to fix it. My advice to you, my, my um, you know, if, if I will, my motivation for you is don't wait. Take your business apart, do a hypothetical, figure out both sides. Then the last thing I want to cover with you today is how to make change. You know, I'm putting together this new program, which I'm going to actually uh, roll out uh, next month in Seattle at, at my Magellan Mastermind meeting, is what is the science and art of making changes? Because, you know, I think most people want to make, whether it's a large change or a little change, and let's go back to the premise, right? Behavior-based business, right? Habit-based business. So when you think about making changes, it's simple to say, well, I've got to change my business process, right? Or we've got to change the way we take in the clients. We've got to change the way we're organized. Sounds nice, not really the issue. The issue is how do you make changes in your approach? So in other words, how do we shift our mental approach, our psychology, our story, right? How do we tweak our rules to our values so that we can execute? How do we recondition our beliefs from going to, from being disempowering to empowering? How we then now extrapolate that into a daily blueprint? 
How do we make those small changes so we're not over, so we're not freaking ourselves out, right, with massive change, which for 95 to 98% of the population is not a good idea, quite frankly. And then how do you lock it all in forever, right? Well, there's strategies around that. And for a lot of us, it's not about getting our business to the next level. See, this is kind of the lie that I think a lot of, I think the industry tells or tells a lot of us. Oh, you know, get your business, you know, if you, oh, if you can just get your business to 750 or if you can just get your business organized, if you can just do this or you can just do that. And, and they speak about the business as if, if it's this big multinational conglomeration, right, if you will. At the end of the day, it's you. You have to get organized. You have to shift. You have to make the changes. You have to be willing to get uncomfortable and do the things that are necessary to do. It's not about your business. It's about you. A lot of advisors don't want to hear that, and that's why they struggle, because of their arrogance and their ego. That is one, those two emotions cost most of you hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in your career, because you're too proud, or you think you're too bright to ask for a third party, to ask for help, to guidance to make this happen. So remember, change, right? I'm going to put that together, and I will be releasing it. By the way, once we're done with it in Seattle, I will be uploading it onto Practice Power Academy, and there'll be a whole nice process around. I'm really excited uh, as I kind of just start ferreting it out now, uh, getting ready for next month. So just wanted to bring that to your attention. Uh, a couple last things real quick for those of you uh, who have an interest. Um, we, are, we are only a week or two away from Practice Power Academy launching uh, a revolutionary robo-coaching for advisors, best value propositions, proposition in the industry, bar none. I've looked at all, all the other ones that are out there, and we smoke them all. And I say that. I know it sounds arrogant. It's not meant to be, but I'm very excited about what we're going to be able to present to the industry in a few, couple, in a few short weeks. And then lastly, uh, if you've been around me for a couple of weeks now, a couple of podcasts, uh, you know I've got this uh, beta program I'm doing. I was looking for 10 advisors. Well, I've taken five candidates. We signed them on, so we're really excited about getting rolling on that. I've got five slots left. You know, we're, you know, and so if you're really looking for something, work with me personally in a performance-based, performance-based relationship. So what does that mean? I take all the risk. If I accept you, my fee is 100% contingent on growing your revenue stream. So if that's something you find, I don't want to say interesting, because I don't want interested people. I want committed people. If that sounds like, hey, you know what, that's what I need. Let's talk. Then shoot me an email. Let's have a phone call. Let's have that conversation. Okay, thank you for listening or thank you for watching if you're on my YouTube channel. And please feel free to forward this podcast to your friends or, or uh, you know, this YouTube channel. Make sure you uh, click the subscribe button so uh, as I push new content out there, you're automatically notified of it. And I want you to have a great day and I'll be back with you again in about seven days.